0: Welcome to the Financing Simplified Podcast with Anthony Venuto. If you're looking for answers to your financial questions, let Anthony and his network of friends and associates answer regular questions that regular people have about their money. Thanks for tuning in. It's time
1: to start simplifying your finances. Welcome back to our Financing Simplified podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, with In Touch Mortgage Solutions. And today I'm joined by Claudio Venuto, my brother, as we unpack a lot of conversations that are happening right now with the Bank of Canada, hitting the pause button, uh, looking at renewals, as this is a big conversation happening in the marketplace right now. And I guess my question, Cloud, is you know, before I lob it over to you, is um, what do you see happening with mortgage renewals now that fixed rate mortgages, you know, especially shorter term products are aligning with the variable rate mortgages, you know, should individuals t- reaching out to their banks, to their lenders, to their brokers uh, to actually start looking at their options?
0: Definitely. Well, thanks again for having me on the podcast. Great, great to be back. And yes, definitely. I think uh, with the renewals, uh, especially right now, um, great time to be talking to your, uh, to your broker. Um, because like you said, they're aligned, fixed to variables are really close uh, to each other. And I think the options out there are, do I go fixed? Do I go variable on my renewal? Because fixed rates, we've seen increase over the past year. It's been pretty, pretty dramatic increase on the fixed rate side. And prime were back to back pauses from the last one back in October. So now it's like, do I make that gamble? If my renewal is coming up now, the real question I sh- you should be asking yourself when you're sitting down and and looking at, you know, your renewal term come to, uh, you know, come to fruition mm-hmm. is, what what do I do? Do I go variable? Do I go fixed? And for the most part, I mean, I'm biased. I always I always like to say go variable, even though people might say you're crazy. Look what happened with the Bank of Canada, all these rates. But you're hedging your bet because now. With the fixed rates being so close to what the prime, uh, well, sorry, the fixed rates being so close to the variable rates, depending on the discount, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're going to look at yourself, you say, you know, in six, seven months, where are we going to be in the market? Are fixed rates done? Um, you know, you're seeing a lot out there with the bond yields, especially that they're, you know, they're not really stable. They're still increasing and mm-hmm. and banks are pricing this in and and their fixed rates are going up and up. It's a, it's it, might a be, it might be a good time to come back to the variable. So
1: I, I think, as I said, just to you know, dive a little bit deeper into that conversation, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to say, variable, are you guys kidding? What a joke, no chance. Yeah. I mean, you know, for the longest time, variable was a dead product. You said that, it was almost like a bad yeah. word to say variable. But I think you bring up a good point, especially if, 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 if you're on the other side of the camera looking or the other side of the headphones listening, saying, okay, is my mortgage coming up for renewal? What do I think is going to happen In the next six, eight, 12 months from now, are interest rates at the peak? Are they going to come back down? Because maybe at that point, you can argue or convince yourself to look at a variable rate product. Because there's a lot of stigma right now with a variable. And because of the fact that I think a lot of individuals that got into a variable rate product weren't told or weren't educated properly on what the outcomes could possibly be. Mm -hmm. I talk to people all the time, it's like, you know. Our clients are told, you know, it's an adjustable rate mortgage. That means your payment will move if the Bank of Canada yeah. goes up or down. Then there's the static trigger rate mortgage where your payment stays the same. So, talking about that is obviously now making that decision. If you're going into a variable rate mortgage and you think that interest rates are going to come down, what product should you be selecting? Should you be selecting a static payment mortgage, or should you be selecting an adjustable rate mortgage? Yeah. And how many lenders actually offer an adjustable rate in this market right now?
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, looking back at our book of business, I'm so happy that we positioned a lot of our clients with Scotia Bank because they're the one, the only banks that offer an adjustable, uh, variable rate product. Right, the, where the interest and in, uh, principal portion of the payment actually address, right? You'll see a difference in payment mm-hmm. if the primary, uh, primary changes, but you know, your TDs, your BMO, RBCs, a lot of them are static payments. So you're looking at yourself and it's like, for, for in six months, if the variable rates, sorry, if the fixed rates go down, uh, am I really going to lock myself into a three-year fix right now at the peak of, mm-hmm. of the mortgage rate? Uh, of the of the rates, I don't I don't know. Uh, it's it's it, it all depends on your situation. I, I like we're we're it's in case a, by a case. landscape right now where it's extremely case by case. I'd love to sit here and say that one one box checks all. But it doesn't, right? Because you know, how about if you're looking to move in in less than a year, um, you know, starting a family, you you know, you're coming from, or you hit that trigger rate, so you're seeing your payment already almost triple. Mm-hmm. What and now your rates coming up, your mortgage coming up for renewal. What do you do? Is it in your best interest to maybe look at a different lender that offers a different product with the variable? What's that going to cost me? Is there yeah. a savings benefit to me? now switching over completely because there's a difference between switching and refinancing that we've discussed here Mm -hmm. on the podcast before. But I think the most important thing that we can say is reach out to us, reach out to your broker, have have that conversation,
1: conversation. have that conversation because I think it's very important. So the difference, just to touch on your point to expand a little bit, to simplify things, obviously, if you're looking at renewal, there's very little that needs to be done Mm -hmm. on the renewal line. you're just literally uh, potentially signing back those documents or switching that mortgage over. Um, It does require some, obviously, requalification if you're switching over to a different lender. But generally, if you're in the same boat, you're not touching the mortgage, you're not taking out new money, then it's a renewal or a switch transfer. Then there's a refinance equity takeout, which, you know, at that point, you can also revisit the options, right? If you're saying, okay, I have some debt I've accumulated over the past, I want to maybe consolidate some things. Maybe you're at a 20-year or 15-year amortization. You're looking at the finances saying, hey, what if I refinance back up to 30 years? I can help
0: reduce my payments in this higher interest rate yeah. environment. I think it's definitely going to be part more part of the conversation. I think with, especially in our, like even ourselves, we've seen our rates jump up, our payments jump up. And if you're seeing you know a 10-year term at th- in the threes, I think a lot of people are going to jump on that.
1: Well, if I Uh, say ten-year term to three, I'm signing right now. So you know what
0: I mean? Like it all depends on how how everything pans out. Where where the fixed rates are? You know, obviously we're we're close to the end of the year this year. So you know, beginning of 2024, closer to the middle. uh, uh, You know, Q3, Q4, end of the year, because that's where all the banks are saying where rates are going to come down. You know, yields are going to come down, and and they're already kind of you know, bringing that uh, topic and planting the seed. Exactly. Thanks for, thanks for that. Uh, And
1: sort of really make that decision or at least think about it because prior to this event, I mean, I don't know about you, I don't think I've ever sold a seven or 10
0: year product. Even uh, just in the past year, we've moved away from five year, five year rates, five year terms. Right. So because just because of the landscape of how the rates have increased dramatically. Right. So, you're now saying, okay, we moved away from variable. Then we moved away from five-year term mortgages. We were, we we're talking majority Short about three-year 3, three year or one-year to three-year terms. And now the conversation is if the rates go this way, how much longer, like, should I get a longer term? Should I just, you know, set it in stone and forget it? And I'm good in my current situation. It might work for some people. Other people, it might not. Like, again, case by case.
1: And, and as I said, sometimes you have to look at if, I guess there are these potentials for individuals to look at these longer terms. Cause I think it's important to have that conversation. I think there's a lot of people talking about that right now. I really don't think there is, but I think if interest rates sort of settle down, that conversation will open up significantly. And it is going to be something that, you know, I know that we're going to be talking to our clients about to say, look, here's your options. Because before people would ask you for longer terms, it would be like, you know, what are the penalties? So on and so forth. But now it's going to be, um, you know, sort of that set and forget it. Because in the case of a long term or some cataclysmic black swan event happening, they're they're okay, right? Mm-hmm. They're locked in, and you know, having this conversation around refinancing uh, those mortgages, having the conversation around what clients are should be doing. I think it's important to always remember if your mortgage is approaching renewal. Uh, a lot of times, people are inclined to go to their banks or their talk to their their lender directly, but You know, with everything that's happened right now, we're getting some of our clients that are getting renewals that are not, you know, too favorable in the sense of the bank. Because remember, if the bank realizes and it's a possibility that some of the banks may realize that a lot of their clientele is not going to be able to move from where they are. Mm -hmm. They don't qualify. Right. What's going to happen if they don't? So always getting that second opinion is really, really important. Anything you want to add to that, Clyde, before we round out?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think uh I think you hit the nail right on the head on the head there because uh, it's just having the conversation. Um talking, talking it out, reaching out to your broker. You know, like I actually spoke with a friend. They didn't even uh their mortgage was coming up for renewal and they weren't even offered a variable rate. It wasn't even part of the conversation with their contact at the branch. They didn't even they just ignored it. They're like, no, these are the the fixed rates that we we want uh, you to sign or look at. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm having the conversation and be like, but why wouldn't they give you? A-? Maybe they know something. They know something. I no, I I think it's just you know, typically at the branch they don't they don't dive deeper, uh, you know, they don't ask the questions a broker would typically ask. And for sure. them, I think it's you know, their kickback if they sign you on a five-year fixed is definitely greater than that on a shorter term sure, or at a variable rate, right? So I think it's it's just definitely to have the conversation.
1: That's it. So always make sure to reach out to a mortgage professional you can keep thousands of dollars in your pocket. But uh, Claudio, we know you don't have Instagram, but uh, <laughs> you can definitely find us on our InTouch page at InTouch Mortgages. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. But we'll see you next week. And actually, we'll be back with Claudio on the next episode. So thanks again for tuning in. Take care. Yeah, hey. <laughs>